Well, we now have a better idea on what it is going to cost to remove that temporary bike lane in Stanley Park. There is a memo that takes a look at exactly what needs to be done, how it could be done, and again, the costs that would be incurred in doing that. We also know that was a top priority for the new park board that is in place. Joining us to talk more about this is Scott Jensen, who is the Vancouver Park Board Chair. Scott, thank you so much for being with us again. My pleasure. Thank you for having me this afternoon. Well, last time we talked to you was right after the election, and you talked about this being one of the top priorities. Uh, this is a memo that went out to all of the commissioners from the general manager of the park board, uh, taking a look at the costs of removing that uh, that bike lane. Uh, what is it going to cost taxpayers? Well, at, at this moment, uh, staff provided an early and high cost estimate of three hundred seventy five thousand to four hundred twenty five thousand. Uh, but those decisions are going to be made in, in quarter one with uh, more consultation with the commissioners. At this moment, um, we're only looking at spending uh, $25,000, which is the removal of cones, which is part of the phase one that it's going to be uh, completed by the end of this week. Uh, so that's a big difference, though. So why is there such a big difference if you're saying that the board is going to spend about $25,000, but this memo says the, the work, all of that work, could cost around between $375,000 and $425,000? The work is being broken up into phases, and uh, the, um, there's a lot of complexity with the work that's necessary to be done. Uh, currently, there are like 800 concrete barriers, 250 signs, and 1,000 cones. So um, with that in mind, uh, we have just, we are looking at moving this forward in a phased approach. And the first phase of that approach is we are going, we have directed staff to remove cones along the west side of Stanley Park. Um, currently that work is being done. Signage has been put up to ensure that this is done in a safe manner for, for all users using the park. Um, with that work being done, um, we are then going to be moving into quarter one and really examining fully uh, what the uh, options are moving forward as we uh, transition this temporary lane into a more permanent uh, dedicated cycling infrastructure within the park. Have plans changed then since we spoke last about uh, removing this lane, reverting the park back to the way it was before this change was brought in for the pandemic? Are, are you backing away at all from those plans or is it, is it a different goal now? Um, for us, the, the goal has always been to remove the temporary nature of this, of this lane. And the nuance within that, uh, we've, we've, uh, we've reached out to staff to give us what was in the mobility study up to that point. We've heard back, we, we've realized that there is challenges, um, uh, specifically in regards to Beach Avenue and the uh, bike lane there, which is a city asset, not a park board asset. So there is um, uh, options that are going to be provided to us so that we can make the best decision that will allow the uh, all users of the park to be able to access the park in a safe, um, responsible manner. Um, our, our dedication is to ensuring that there's flow into the park. There right. was a lot of concerns in the past in regards to backing up of traffic, how that backing up of traffic really negatively affected uh, the area um, near and around Stanley Park. But further to that, uh, there was also concerns with the uh, residents living in East Vancouver who are seeing more and more car traffic going across the Second Arrows Bridge, um, 
causing a lot more congestions in their neighborhood, a lot more uh, uh, greenhouse gases emitted into their environment. And so for us, we want to make sure that the flow into the tra- into the park um, is the flow that's equitable to pre-COVID standards. So people should be able to access that park, uh, whether on a bike or in their automobile or in a tour bus, um, and, and really effectively and easily. And that's what the direction uh, from us going into our, our major decision in, in the first quarter of, of, of this year. And in that memo, we talk about how you're going to see those um, changes uh, in as early as, as April of this year. So what we're ensuring is flow into the park is, is smooth and effective, uh, that there is access to parking. So accessibility won't be one of those concerns. You know, we had a lot of voters come to us, a lot of people I spoke to who were really concerned about how they were going to access the park. We are going to make it so that they can access the park. Also, businesses. The businesses need to have a thriving uh, base so that they can uh, they can serve their customers well. So that means access to parking in and around their uh, businesses. Uh, and further to that, and finally, uh, to make sure that tour bus operators can get into the park. We I don't know how many times I've heard you know not only from myself but from all parties running in the election about how Stanley Park is the crown jewel of Vancouver. Uh, this is a park for. All. And this is a park for not just West End uh, residents, it's for all of the city and for all of the people that come in from all around the world to visit this park. So that is our goal. That's what we're looking at. With these high watermarks of, of $425,000, you know, we want to make the best decisions uh, in for uh, the taxpayers and the park users in Stanley Park or in Vancouver. And so we want to make sure that the work that's being done is being done in a thoughtful, managed manner. And, you know, there are a lot of people out there that just want it ripped out top to tail, um, but that may not make the best fiscal sense. So for us, uh, we want to look at all those options in quarter one. We want to be mindful, thoughtful, and provide that really great balanced approach that we all went out and, and, and received support of it in leading up to October 15th. Right, because if you look at the numbers, so even with the phased approach and looking at the, at the memo, it talks about what you mentioned, the removing of the 700 traffic delineators, 1,000 traffic cones, uh, 250 signs, 830 concrete barriers. That's going to use special machinery to load and get rid of those. Uh, even if, if in a phased approach, it does reach, let's say, $400,000 for that work. That's going to be in addition to uh, the, the presentation that was made quite some time ago to the park board about installing the bike lane, put that price tag at around $750,000. So we're now looking at about $1.1 million. And if it just goes back to the exact way it was, doesn't that seem like a waste of $1.1 million if at the end of that we're left with, with nothing, really? Well, and that's not the intention. And for us... Um what we're also looking at is the lost revenue within the park. So um, the traffic uh, or the, the parking revenue that, that Stanley Park receives is, is quite significant. Not only that, but there's a number of, of very popular uh, businesses in there that support uh, our, 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 our budget. So when we look at the overall cost of the, the, the lane in Stanley Park, we want to look at all of those factors. And for us, making a decision to... Uh, move forward as 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 I as I explained, doing that you know in a manner that's as cost effective as possible. But again, we cannot go back and and, and remake this temporary lane. And again, we need to be very clear. 
this was a temporary lane that that cost almost a million dollars to to be installed over like three phases so for us to go back in and, and do this properly uh, with all of the proper um, insights we believe the the amount that might need to be spent is good money being spent because it is money to make sure that this is done in a, in, in the right manner and and to be mindful of the Right. And do you think, though, uh, and I get what you're saying about the phased in approach, but d- does the, the figures in this memo of the cost for that work, do, do you think realistically when all of the work is done, we are looking at a price tag of anywhere from 375000 to $425,000? Well, that's what staff reported back to us. Now, for myself, I'm really looking forward to uh, what staff brings back to us in regards to the options in quarter one and so when we start to, to really look at, at what the options are when we start to look at what um where we can look at saving money where we can look at um, maximizing our resources that's when i'll be making my decision as to what is the best path for, forward for um the park board in, in my position in, in with my vote but ultimately um you know money needs to be spent on this uh on this temporary bike lane this um, decision was forced upon us as as, uh, as a park board, and we're not going to shy away from it. Uh, we've heard from a lot of different stakeholders, including the cycling community, um, that know that the, the current temporary status of this bike lane is not meeting the needs of Stanley Park. So we want to come in, make these difficult decisions, and not shy away from them, and ensure that Stanley Park can be returned back to all users um, as early as, as April this year. And, and, and in doing so, yes, money will be spent. But further to that, you know, we're going to start really maximizing uh, revenue back into our, our parking fees. You know, the businesses are going to be vibrant and full. Um, it's going to be a great park. Um, it's always been a wonderful park, but we're going to re- be reactivating it um, as early as April of this year. So, um this will be money well spent because it will be making a positive difference for Stanley Park. All right. We'll leave it there for today. Scott Jensen, thank you so much for making the time for us. My pleasure. Anytime. Thank you very much.